MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Friday edition of Primetime Action here on VEASAN, VEASAN.com. Matt Brown, Jeff Parles on the desk with me here, and Kelly Bidlin behind the glass. We have Gary and Thorne joining us here in just 15 minutes. We'll go over some Major League Baseball stuff with him. Maybe we'll talk a little football. Who knows what we'll talk to Gary about? He knows it all, Jeff. So we're going to have him talk to us about everything that he's got in his account. And uh, Wes Reynolds at 445 Pacific, 745 Eastern, going to join us to talk some college football here in week zero because you know Wes has bets. The one thing you can count on, Jeff, if you get Wes on the show, he's got a bet going. Here's all, all I'll say, uh, just to uh, to take the, uh, take the lampshade off the lamp here uh, for what happens behind the scenes here. Kelly thought that Wes was hosting the show tonight. I never thought that at all. What are you talking about? <laughs> and uh, that's, why, that's, a, that's part of the reason that Wes, the glue that holds the, the operation together, and also one of the nicest gentlemen at the network as well, uh, is with us, on top of the fact that Wes probably already has five plays this week, I would bet. Listen, I'm, I can't wait to talk some Week Zero. I haven't heard from here. him. He might have he might have zero bets on week. He has zero on zero. He'll have thoughts. <laughs> He'll have thoughts. <laughs> He'll have thoughts. <laughs> Don't you worry. But we do have some first pitches coming here momentarily and stick around in just a few minutes. Got a little bit of information for you guys. 705 Eastern Pirates and the Phillies. Bryce Wilson, Bailey Falter in this one. If you want, and I'm not even kidding, Bailey Falter in the Phillies, minus 275. 
tonight for the Phillies. Bryce Wilson and the Pirates, uh, plus 230. See, you got to understand here, Jeff, this is, uh, they both reside in the same state, and one of those states is, and that state also has legal sports betting, and one of the teams is playing well, and one of them is playing bad, and I bet you there are a whole bunch of, there are a whole bunch of bets coming in just in spite of the Pirates. They're spiteful bets on the Pirates. You know, it's actually so. Uh, I, I'm just checking uh, the Pennsylvania book on BetMGM real quick. <laughs> Pirates plus 220. It's a different straddle. Plus 220 yeah. on the Pirates, minus 275 on the Phillies. The, <laughs> the best part of this, they have this game listed on the run line. They have this listed as a two and a half. They don't even list it as a one and a half. They have <laughs> listed it. two and a half. I love it. Uh, with the Phillies, somehow only plus 105 minus two and a half. And the Pirates plus two and a half minus one and a quarter. And don't you on principle, I know Bryce Wilson's been awful this year, but don't you on principle take the two and a half? Oh, no. Minus one. No, 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 no. No? He no. can't do it? And Phillies fans rejoice. In the cleanup hole tonight is Bryce Harper for you in that one. 7 to 5 Eastern Reds and Nationals, Mike Miner and Cade Cavalli. If you want the Nationals and Cade Cavalli at home, it's minus 155. If you want the Reds on the road with Miner, plus 135. Nine is your total. I know. We're having some interesting lines oh, so far. Wait, wait already. a second. Look, I know Cavalli's their big pitching prospect yeah. uh, for 2020 first round pick out of Oklahoma, but. Yeah. Washington should not be almost a dollar fifty against anyone. Yeah, it's crazy. Should not be. It's crazy, especially like you mentioned. I mean, a guy with no experience either. Uh, Major League Seven oh seven Eastern <laughs> Angels and the Blue Jays. I think you ended up sneaking one in on this one. Reed Detmers and Mitch White. Mitch White and the Blue Jays minus one eighty home favorites. Detmers and the Angels plus one fifty five road underdogs. Nine is the total. Yeah, I just uh, I just have Toronto in a, in a small money line parlay. Uh, tonight uh, with a team that I forgot that I even put in there. So I have to double check who I have <laughs> them deal. with tonight before we start. Oh, I have them with Philly. All there right. we go. Oh, that there makes we go. a lot of sense. There we go. There we yeah. go. See, I, right. was thinking, I was thinking for a middle on the two and a half, man. Yeah, it happens to us every now and then, Kelly. Sometimes we make some bets. We forget what teams are in the, in the things. You know I mean? Like it happens. Days get busy. News gets going around. You know, it's an, in, it's an, it's an interesting night tonight. So, I mean, hey, we got stuff going on. By, 17 way, by, the, way, the, by the way, Kelly, that's plus 112 on that parlor there we go. if you want to uh, Oh, let's make sure to get those details. Yes. Yeah. After we got the teams right, let's make yeah. sure we get those details. 710 <laughs> Eastern Rockies and the Mets. This is Chad Cool and Chris Bassett. Bassett and the Mets are minus 340 home favorites, oh, oh. plus 280 on the Rockies on the road as underdogs. Eight and a half is your total. We're doing it again. Yeah, Not I mean, as I'm extreme as yesterday, but yeah. we're doing it again. It's happening, Kelly, man. are you doing it again? Are you taking the Rockies? You can't no, do it. Done. They're dead to me. He's once bitten, so twice shy. It's my once and only time betting the Rockies this year. It's done. There it is. Uh, 710 Eastern, Rays and the Red Sox. We got Michael Waka on the hill for the Red Sox tonight. It's almost a coin flip, a little bit shaded towards the Red Sox in this one. Nine and a half is your total there. 805 Eastern, Tyler Alexander, Glenn Otto, Tigers, and the Rangers. Rangers minus 165 home favorites. Alexander and the Tigers plus 165. Road underdogs, eight. Is the total there? 810 Eastern Padres and Royals, Joe Musgrove and Chris Bubich. Musgrove and the Padres, minus 190 road favorites in this one over the Royals. Plus 160 if you want to take the home underdog, eight and a half the total. 810 Eastern Justin Steele and the Cubs, Freddie Peralta and the Brewers. Brewers, minus 150 home favorites, plus 130 on Steele and the Cubs on the road. As dogs, seven and a half your total there. 810 Eastern Diamondbacks and White Sox. 
Tommy Henry and Johnny Cueto. Johnny Cueto and the White Sox, minus 165. Home favorites here over the Diamondbacks. Plus 140 if you want the road dog. Eight and a half is your total there. 810 Eastern, Alex Wood and the Giants. Joe Ryan and the Twins. Ryan and the Twins, minus 130 home favorites. Wood and the Giants, plus 110 on the road. As underdogs, seven and a half the total. Braves and Cardinals. We've got Spencer Strider and Jose Quintana. Strider and the Braves are minus 170 road favorites in this one. Now listen, uh, on the Cardinal side, Nolan Arenado is, got put on the paternity list, so one of the big boppers in that lineup, not in there. He's hitting 300 with 26 homers on the year, so one, one, one reason why, I mean the Braves are going to be favored in this anyway, but one reason why the line has gotten a little bit uh, drifting there. Plus 145 if you want the Cardinals at home as dogs. A flat seven is the total. 940 Eastern Yankees and A's. Garrett Cole, J.P. Sears. Garrett Cole, a minus 245 road favorite, plus 205 for the A's at home. As underdogs, six and a half is your total. And then just one late game tonight, 10-10 Eastern. It's the Guardians and the Mariners. Shane Bieber, Logan Gilbert. I'm not going to say it's a super important game. I will say, though, both of these teams scratching and clawing to go ahead and make that playoff push and got some good pitchers on the hill tonight as well. Almost a coin flip, a little bit shaded in favor of the Guardians on the road. A flat seven is your total. I'm two minutes delayed. I said 7.05 Eastern. It is 7.07 Eastern, but we will get to it anyway. Uh, a bit of news. This will be my last show on the desk for primetime action. It'll be Kelly's last show behind the glass for primetime action. We are not going anywhere, so if you hate us, Tough on you. We're sticking around. We're going to be around. We just won't be in this time slot on this desk for this show. Uh, Jeff, it is, um, you'll be here on Monday mm -hmm. to kind of close things out with, with primetime action and everything, but it will be our last three hours here. Kelly, we're going to make it, we're going to make it fun. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have a fun show tonight. It'll be a, it'll be a blast. Yeah. yeah. It, it, Might be a little tearful too. Hey, look, if you like us, we're going to be around. If you hate us, Ha ha! You couldn't get rid of us. You just have to, you know, you just have to like look around, and you you have to dodge us in different time slots. Is yeah, all you got to do. Look a little bit yeah. of a, a reshuffling of yeah. the deck. You'll be able to. Uh, none of us are leaving the network. We're all yeah. still going to be here, so yes. that's good. That's a that's a positive thing, uh, as always. But no, look, uh, it, it is it is my honor to be with you, gentlemen, tonight on on your final. PTA for the two of you where you guys have put two plus years of very hard work into making this a damn good show and a damn good product for everybody. I appreciate it, buddy. I'm sitting here in my Floral Friday shirt. Yeah, you are. I see you. I mean, you, I knew, saw I, you knew I had to do that one last time, coming here with the Floral Friday stuff. Uh, if you stick around to the very last segment, we'll do the whole uh, we'll do the whole song and dance here, but just wanted to get that off the top here. Um, look, it is, again, nobody's going anywhere. Big announcement's coming early next week, so just follow at VEASAN Live on the Twitter machine. I'm sure that's where we'll, we'll do all the, the big reveals of what's happening here with, mm -hmm. with everything early next week. So just, uh, just be in on that. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw on the, uh, you know, the Tyron Smith news with, with, with the Cowboys. And then, you know, Andrew Whitworth is part of that. Andrew Whitworth is part of that, that Thursday night football lineup there on, on Amazon on prime. Yeah. And yeah. I guess he, we caught some of it at Miguel's, uh, yes, tequila bar last he, night. um, he, <laughs> That was an expensive trip to the restaurant to the restaurant last night. Uh, so apparently he said something on the broadcast about that he, he not that he had received calls from the Cowboys per se. He just said he had received calls and text about the Cowboys because of their obviously need on the offensive line or something. 
Of course, people mishear or hear hear what they want to hear. They run with this story of like, the Cowboys have reached out to Andrew Whitworth, this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. His wife has to come on the Twitter machine because I don't think Andrew Whitworth has the Twitter machine. (laughs) His wife has to come on and say like, no, he never said the Cowboys contacted him. He said he was getting calls and texts about it but not from specifically from the Cowboys. So if you are a Cowboys fan out there, if you were looking to back the Cowboys, if you were thinking that maybe there was some silver lining coming for the Cowboys there on the offensive line, Jeff, which we said, you know, hey, listen, this is a team that maybe was going to be neutral anyway, you know, not a huge, not a big offseason splash for them or something like that. The, the Andrew Whitworth stuff is, is, is not true. If you were Whitworth, why would you put yourself through yes. that? Okay. Hey, let's be real. You finally got your, you finally got your ring. So why would you bother doing that? You're getting paid to just talk about football now. Yeah, he's you know? got an easy job. Yeah, uh, and then the the big news of the day, Major League Baseball, Julio Rodriguez. It's a you'll you'll need to go to one of the sports websites out there and and get all of the details on this because there are a ton of different incentives throughout the course of this contract. But basically, what it comes down to is they are locking up their 21 year old superstar on a 14 year contract. Extension, I'm not kidding when I say that. And what this comes down to is a guaranteed $210 million over the life of the contract. And if certain criteria are met along the way, this thing could reach more than $400 million. And I think five. the And I think the very, very top end is nearly $500 million. And, Jeff, look, I look at this. I think contracts like this are great for both parties, right? Like, these young guys – who can lock up the bag early on. These teams can get these guys at a little bit of a discount. And also, with the incentives, you are at least have, you have, you have reason to continue to get better and play well. Better like Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, and honestly, from a team perspective, that's the other thing. I think it makes it, tra- it attractive to go there, too, because I you know agree. you're going to get to play with Julio Rodriguez at least for the next decade. Gary and Thorne on the other side here. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Primetime action here on VEASAN. <laughs> the second Kelly gave me the thumbs up, it just plummeted oh, like the three chair? feet. Yeah, I was like, "What, what just happened feet. to Matt? No, Did you have a yeah. stroke or something?" No, three feet. It's like you, you went like this, and I went prime time here, like here on Veasan, just plummeted three feet. Um, <laughs> Veasan.com, Matt, Jeff, and Kelly. So, uh, Jeff, we, we we mentioned Harper back in the lineup now for the Phillies. Check out this. Check out this one to six. And again, there's. Outside of Nola, there's at least a little bit of question mark from a pitching standpoint Would Wheeler for them right and now, whatever yeah. and all that. But Schwarber, Hoskins, Baum, Harper, Real Muto, Castellanos. That's one through six. You're batting Gene, you're batting Gene Segura in the eight hole. That's how deep this lineup is. I mean, again, there there's some questions with their fielding, questions with their pitching, et cetera, et cetera. But, hey, I mean, they're going to hit. Like, this team's going to hit down the stretch. Oh, that's what they've done the whole year even without Harper. They still hit. I mean, they, they just they just do. Yeah. It's what they're built to be. And, again, it'll be interesting to see. They're right now to five. They probably will stay either to five or fall to the mm. six. Uh, just a matter of getting Wheeler healthy to give them at least a, a shot yep. against either Atlanta, the Mets in the four, or the five, or the three seed if it's the Cardinals. You can find his stuff over on DraftKings and the Mayo Media Network over on the Twitter machine at Gary and Thorne. You can uh, ask him what he thinks about the Phillies as well. And that's exactly what I'm going to do here, Gary. And this is, you know, a lineup. I just read the one to six. Schwarber, Hoskins, Baum, Harper, Real Muto, Cassianos. I mean, you're batting Segura eighth because you're so deep here. This team can mash. We know they got bats up and down the lineup. Do you think that they have what it takes in all other aspects? We know the defense is at least suspect. We know that they're not very deep from a pitching perspective. Do you think when it's all said and done, that's just going to be too much to overcome? Well, I think the the big news of the last 48 hours has obviously been that both the team and Zach Wheeler aren't overly concerned with mm-hmm. the 15-day AL stint, and he's going to be back, probably only going to miss two starts. So 
like you say, this is a team, when you look at its pitching staff, that is exceedingly top-heavy. And I do know with the way the MLB playoff schedule is just slightly more condensed this year, um, you know, a couple fewer off days in between those five and seven game series, that would concern me a little bit with a team like the Phillies where they kind of, they they can't use the like Cleveland model from 2016 where they've just Mm -hmm. got three pitchers they can use 75% of the time. They're going to have to find a little bit of depth and, you know, their bullpen's been much better than we expected it to be so far in 2022, but this is still a team that's like relying on Brad Hand in really serious situations. That would be a concern for me, uh, particularly playing behind that defense. Um, I do think this offense, though, has the potential to be really special with Harper back. And it's strange to say it hinges on someone like Alec Bohm, but if Alec Bohm is actually the guy we've seen the last two months, I, I think he's got a 144 WRC plus since the beginning of July, as you guys were saying, that lineup is just almost unparalleled in its depth. That's That could take you a long way, even with some suspect pitching. Gary, and let's keep it in the NL. Mets two-game lead over Atlanta, entering tonight's action. The Mets already underway as humongous favorites against the Rockies. Strider goes for Atlanta tonight in St. Louis. They are about a $1.50 favorite. They're in the gateway to the West. When this is all said and done, who ends up winning this division? I think it is going to be the Mets. Um, I, I just think with that pitching staff, you know, with a healthy DeGrom, with a healthy Max Scherzer, there's just so much room for error elsewhere on that team. I mean, those guys are just such absolute studs. Uh, they've got the little bit of the inside track with the with the lead currently as we're wrapping up August. Uh, that lineup, especially if, if uh, Beattie is going to continue to hit, at least at like a league average level, that, again, just lengthens out that lineup. I know Eduardo Escobar is starting his rehab assignments. That's another bat they could have back very soon. Um, I I just think playing from behind like Atlanta is at this point, uh, the Mets with that rotation, they're going to hang on to this thing. And let's talk about that Braves team because you have a bet on that Braves-Cardinals game tonight. You're looking at the first five, and you've got an over three and a half here. We were talking at the top, no no Nolan Arenado in the lineup for the Cardinals tonight. Are you just assuming that Albert Pujols hits four home runs before the fifth inning is over? (laughs) I mean, that would be great. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, uh, he's not the one who gets to face the left-handed <laughs> pitcher in this matchup. But um, look, I, I, I will say the, the lack of Arenado is not ideal for this particular bet. However, I think this is a bet that if you're interested in investing in it, you're really more so counting on the Braves to pull the offensive weight here. Uh, I'm just not a Jose Quintana believer. Uh, I think we saw some of the uh, the holes start to open up. Some of that regression start to hit in his last outing against the Diamondbacks. Uh, only two earned runs in that game, but seven hits, four runs in total in two and two-thirds innings. Uh, Quintana is someone who's got a 4.12 expected ERA for the season as a whole. So the ERA estimators are on my side here. And you just look at like last year's numbers. I know it was a small-ish sample size, but you know to go from a 21% home run to fly ball ratio to a 6% home run to fly ball ratio It's a little absurd. So I think a team like the Braves, who have crushed left-handed pitching all season long, they're 344 Woba, the third best mark in baseball, Austin Riley, Dansby Swanson, Ronald Acuna, all of these guys, just incredible numbers. William Contreras, even incredible numbers within the split. So I think they're going to do a lot of damage against Jose Quintana very early in this game. But even without Nolan Arenado, and I know Spencer Strider is incredible 
Uh, I think he should be the NL Rookie of the Year. But this is a St. Louis offense that is still pretty deep. I mean, they're batting Tyler O'Neill seventh tonight without Nolan Arenado. And since the All-Star break, they lead baseball in slugging percentage, uh, isolated power, WOBA, WRC+. Plus. Like, I think they can scratch a couple runs off of Spencer Strider tonight. So I think three and a half is a pretty low total for two offensive teams that are this talented. Gary, and let's uh, let's go out west. Uh, your other two bets go from uh, games out on the West Coast. Let's start in Seattle. Shane Bieber on the bump tonight for the Guardians against the Mariners up at T-Mobile Park. But you're looking at the strikeout total there for Bieber. Yeah, it's uh, even money for him to go under six and a half strikeouts tonight. And while Bieber has been pretty much as good on paper as most people remember him, I mean, a 2.83 FIP is fantastic. The lack of velocity has really impacted his strikeout total this season. 24.7% strikeout rate. That is the lowest mark since his rookie season. And when you look at how he's been able to still strike out a quarter of the batters he has faced with that reduced velocity, it really hinges on his ability to get guys to fish outside of the zone. That swinging strike rate up around 14% because when batters are willing to chase, Shane Bieber is still very, very good. However, the Mariners are not that kind of team. The last two weeks, they have the lowest chase rate of any team in the American League. For the season as a whole, they have the lowest chase rate of any team in the American League at just 30%. So when I look at the Mariners, I just see a team that doesn't do the one thing Shane Bieber needs an opposing team to do to rack up those strikeouts. I'm not necessarily saying Shane Bieber's going to have a bad start. I just don't think that strikeout total is going to be there. And even leaving matchup out of this for a second, Bieber has failed to get seven strikeouts in six of his last 10 starts anyway. So again, at plus money, I think this is a really, really nice under to take on Bieber's strikeout prop. So let's look at your last bet of the evening. This one comes in the Yankees and A's game. J.P. Sears on for the A's. You're looking at an over on hits allowed. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton, of course, back in the lineup now for that Yankee squad. Yeah, and look, this is uh, this is my simple brain simply looking at a Yankees team that had 20 hits in last <laughs> night's game, and sort of projecting forward. But I mean, honestly, there's 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 some method to the madness here. I mean, J.P. Sears is someone who, while the ERA is sparkling right now in a small sample size, he is sort of the opposite of a three true outcomes pitcher. His strikeout rate at 16% is among the lowest in all of baseball. His walk rate is also microscopic. It's down at 6.4%. He allows opposing teams to put balls into play. You know, not to be reductive, but if you want to rack up hits, batted ball events are where that starts. You need those BBEs. So I think he's a guy who's going to give up his fair share of opponent contact. And then when you look at this Yankees lineup with Giancarlo Stanton back in the mix, as you were talking about, they crush left-handed pitching. A 129 WRC+. plus against Southpaws in 2022. That is the best mark in all of baseball. So I, I think when you combine all those factors, when you look at a Yankees lineup that could potentially send seven or eight different batters out there with a WRC plus above 100 against lefties, I think J.P. Sears might be in for a pretty long night tonight. And I think the Yankees could uh, put up a similar type hit, hit total to what we saw on Thursday. You can find his work over on DraftKings and the Mayo Media Network. Give him a follow on the Twitter machine. It's free at Gary and Thorne. Thanks for joining us, buddy. No problem. Thanks for having me, guys.
Again, that is Braves Cardinals first five over three and a half. Shane Bieber under six and a half strikeouts. And then J.P. Sears over five and a half hits allowed against that Yankee squad tonight. We know Giancarlo Stanton destroys lefties. So Albert Pujols, four homers in four innings, right? And and to get the over, yeah. I mean, that's what's happening yeah, to get the go. to get the over in that first five. Obviously, that's why I had to ask him. You know, I mean, that's certainly what's going on here. We're going to take a look at some AFC and NFC number one seed odds here on the other side. The primetime action. Our NFL betting guide is out now. You're going to get in-depth team previews, over-under recommendations, playoff predictions, season win total, everything you are looking for to bet this 2022 pro football season. Now go over to the site for $175. You get everything we do at vsan.com from now until the Super Bowl or... You can step up to the plate and get 50% off if you come in for an annual subscription. Head on over to vsan.com slash subscribe now to see all of the different options that you have to become part of the Sports Betting Network. As always, drink responsibly. Drink responsibly. Party responsibly, too. Celebrate. 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 Sorry. Celebrate responsibly. Sorry. So, uh, anyway, out now. And also, when you become the All Access subscriber, remember this. You also get the college football betting guide. And listen, yeah, we know week zero's here. You're not going to have a chance to read 300 pages between now and week zero. Unless you're Jeff Parles. But it's, yeah, Jeff Parles could do it. Yeah. <laughs> One bubble bath's all he needs. <laughs> One bubble bath, and that's it. And he, eight, he, eight, eight hours later, there we go. Yeah, and he just plows through. A bubble bath with a nice cob pipe he's yeah, got. Yeah, that, that, that's all there is to it. Yes. The whole a little what, bottle. Give me, a, give me a Mr. Peanut Monocle next. <laughs> A little, yeah, maybe. little, a little uh, nice butter, bottle of buttery Chardonnay sitting next to him. I was you know, thinking sipping I, brandy, but okay, yeah, 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 yeah. buttery know. Chardonnay that yeah. works too. Yeah, and uh, and then bam, he's going to plow right through it. That being said, brandy, you sure. got plenty of time <laughs> to uh, to get it read before college football starts in earnest next week. So be sure and head over to vison.com slash subscribe to get in on all of that. Thanks to Gary and Thorne for joining us here on Primetime Action. Again, his great work over at DraftKings and the Mayo Media Network. So let's take a look at the number one seed odds over in the AFC. And no surprise, the Bills are your short shot. And the reason being is they're also your Super Bowl favorite. So they're going to be your favorite to win the AFC as well. That is plus 275 on the Bills. The Chiefs are plus 600. The Chargers plus 750. Broncos 8-1. to one. Ravens 8.5-1. to one. Bengals 10 to 1, Colts 10 to 1, Patriots 15 to 1, Titans 18 to 1, Dolphins 20 to 1, Browns 30 to 1, and then the Raiders at 30 to 1 as well, Jeff. Okay, listen, we can easily make a case for the Bills. We don't need to do that. We're boring people with this. You can't, like, you can't bet that. No. At plus 275, you cannot bet that. And, 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 and it's too easy to make a case for them because it's like, I yeah. mean, Awesome quarterback, awesome receivers, awesome defense. We all believe they're in the, the coach. best team in the AFC. Yeah, like, I full heartedly believe yeah. that. I would never bet at them right. at plus two seventy five in this. So morning. we can just like skip this. So like, let's try and make a case for some one of these other teams because nobody's betting at a plus two seventy five uh, yes. anyway, right? Well, no, you know, you know. Here, here's what I'll say though. Okay. To play okay. devil's advocate here, because I do not like betting short numbers in these markets. Because all right. It's the National Football League. Yes. The but biggest, the biggest. There, I, I felt like there needed to be a butt right there. Where was the butt? <laughs> it was like you, you gave this big thing, and then right, there was yeah. no butt. Where was the? 
Oh, there we go. Yeah, that's the way to go fire out. Alarm. That's the way to end prime time that's action, the way baby. To go One out. more fire alarm. Fire alarm Let's here go. at the South Point. <laughs> We're just so. gonna feast and tradition. I'm like any other. Ignore the fire alarm that's this, going on. This, this, hey, listen. Try. My butt. Just try. That's what it was. <laughs> Just try and uh, listen to what we're saying here. Did Mount Castle not, hit a home run or something? Is that what's going on? I mean, on? if you're... Yeah, and if... <laughs> listen, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because this happens so often, and it's happened so many times over the years, this building could be burning down right now. Yeah, yeah. No one's going anywhere. No, but, it's, but, but Matt... I'm looking Matt, at the tables. Matt, no one's right, going anywhere. Yeah. Matt, Matt, forget... The, just... Actually, guys downstairs, if you have the shot of the sports book, just look, just if you have that <laughs> shot, no one has moved. No one's even moved. No one's even moving right now. And again, that's it's yeah. honestly every single casino. Day. There we go. See, yeah. people are going yeah. to the window and making <laughs> yeah. their bets. I just watched them spin the roulette ball, like just again, right out there. Like it's just, there's, there's no one's going anywhere. We'll see. Poker room still full. Yeah, I it, mean, uh, whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll talk over it. Oh, Actually, that, that quick. There we go. Well, All right. Yeah, was, there you wait go. a now second. Hold on. That was the quickest alarm in the history of the it, city. It really is. So there it is. So, okay. Now, now, ready? Now back ready? To my, but. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, before the fire alarm rudely yeah. interrupted us, the Buffalo Bills plus 275. I do not like betting numbers that short in markets like this to be the number one seed because, again, it's a National Football League. But, mm-hmm. but they are the one team that I feel confident is going to go undefeated in their division. Even more so than what would be my best bet on this of the Indianapolis Colts. Okay. At 10 to 1. I am concerned early, even though they're, the Texans are mm. not good and the Jaguars are not good, playing back-to-back road games in the division weeks one and two with a new quarterback in there, that's a little bit concerning despite the fact that the opponents aren't bad. but for, Or are bad, I should say. Yes. But Buffalo, again, I expect Buffalo to get the number one seed. Yes. Am I betting in a plus 275? No, but no. I'm at least having a thought for a minute, because in the regular season, I expect Buffalo to be much better than everyone else in that conference. Yeah, I mean, so this would be one of those where you look at Buffalo, and basically it comes down to, do you think they win week one or not? Because if you think they lose week one, then maybe, you know, some people lose some confidence, start betting some of these other start betting some of these other teams after week one, and you get a slightly better number on the Bills. But the thing is, is like, I can't advocate for you to wait on the Bills because after you get rid of that that Rams game, I mean it's Titans, Dolphins, Ravens, Steelers, and again we we think that they're superior to the Chiefs. You know, I mean when it comes down to it, so I don't know if that number is going to get much better for you along the way. Like sometimes we advocate for like okay, wait and see, and you're going to you can get a better number in season unless you think that the Bills are going to come out of the gate stumbling, which I don't because I don't see any reason they would come out of the gate stumbling, but. You know, hey, look. It's a tough, it is a tough first yeah. seven games. Though. And Dayball's gone. Yeah. So, so look, maybe look. it's not a maybe it's not like it, it running quite as smoothly at the beginning as we think. Sure. And again, that's why I wouldn't in the end, even though I expect them to be the one seed, I wouldn't bet. Mm. And you just look at those numbers. It's hard for me to bet any of the AFC West teams just because of the strength of that division, where even if everything goes right, I think the division winner would have five losses. 12 and 5. Yeah. And that's probably not enough to get you to one seed in the AFC or at either conference this year. That's a good point. So yeah. so that basically leaves us with the North teams in Baltimore and Cincinnati and the Indianapolis Colts. That's what it leaves us with. And I just going off of the strength of division that they yes. play in, 
Indianapolis at 10 to 1 would be the bet, even though in the end, when I was going through this earlier this week to get my exact records, I have Indianapolis as the four seed at 10 and 7. Yeah. But at least there's a path there with a weak division, I, I, I six and zero in the division, and even a, even a non-division so schedule is not the worst. We're betting these futures. But what we've always like preached here on this show is: can you draw a direct line to that getting home? And and you just mentioned it, right? The the thing is, is yes, the Bills are the short shot for a reason because of the division they play in, because of the superiority of that team. That said, we all know. One injury can completely change the complexity of a team throughout the course of the season. So betting a 275 isn't always the best idea in NFL because injuries happen, right? Josh Base- Allen goes down and that ticket's up. Baseball's different. Yeah, listen, baseball's different. Even basketball, to some extent, is at least a little bit different. You can kind of survive a stretch in basketball. You you play so many games, you know. But, I mean, we're talking about a 17-game season, and if your quarterback misses four or five games, that is that's huge. It was just so massive. So I'm with you, Jeff. It is for me, Colts or no one really I, I in, mean, in, on, in this market. It would, be, it would be Colts or Ravens for me. I, I do. Th- I, I am starting to come around. Like I feel like a lot of the people that we've talked to this summer that maybe this AFC North is. I don't know, not as extremely competitive, not going to be as extremely competitive as I thought it was going to be. I, I think Lamar's in for a nice a nice bounce back season. I think the Ravens could have a big year. Uh, home run, Rays. Yes. There we go. Um, G-Man Choi, two-run homer. 3 nothing, Tampa over Boston right now. Uh, but, yeah, I, you, know, the, the, you know, the 30 to 30-1 on the Raiders jumped out to me at first because just a team that we think there's there's some high-ceiling, high kind of low floor for them. But I think what you said, Jeff, about the West is spot on. I don't, I don't think you can bet any team in the AFC West. It just is so tough for anyone. Like, you probably need 13 to be the one seed. Yeah, because you're, you're right. If you're betting this market, 13. you want to try to target a yeah. team that's going to hit the, get the one seed. Yeah, again, Buffalo and Indy. And, again, I don't hate your Baltimore one either. But uh, NFC side, Matt, I didn't have to see the odds. I didn't have to see the odds. Because as long as they were in the mid-double digits, which is what the Minnesota Vikings yes. are, that was going to be one of your top two choices Easy. here in the NFC. Easy. Yep. Easy. Yeah. Easy, fifteen to one. That's not even bet. a look. Easy for me, fifteen to one. Because again, we're looking at a team. Not only do I think they're, if they don't win the division, they're making the playoffs. Like I mean, even if they don't win the division, they're making the playoffs. So I just need them to get in the tournament because we're just talking about it, it, it's oh this is for the number one seed, but we're we're talking about winning the NFC too. Like I I have a ticket that I put in I guess three days ago, Kelly. I didn't put in, but I have the Vikings to win the NFC as well because it's just one of those things where. I think that this team is going to be dangerous no matter what, no matter how they get into the playoffs, Jeff. I mean, and if you're looking at the number one seed, we're not picking any of the East teams. We're not picking any of the. Uh, not so really? fast. Really? You I'll like give, the Eagles? I'll give credence to the Eagles here. Okay. At 10 to 1. All right. I'd like probably the same price that you're getting on Minnesota, but Philadelphia, especially if Dallas is weakened, the Eagles, if Hurts is good. Could very easily go thirteen and four, <laughs> Kelly. and it wouldn't stun me. Saints twenty to one, too much, right? It's not enough. You it's need, not, you not need, enough. You need not enough. even you, for me. It's not enough. You'd need 30, 35. Yeah, something like that. The great and powerful Wes Reynolds is going to join us here. The final guest on primetime action coming up next. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening what's up everybody this is Stephen a smith when i'm not at my day job first tape you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen a smith show podcast tune in every monday wednesday and friday at the very least as i bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports pop culture business and politics You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Your next win is brewing. Play free baseball, fantasy baseball, football, and basketball with draft time matchups presented by Miller Lite. Draft wins in 13 contests. Compete for your share of $41,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Miller Lite to get in on the action. Miller Lite tastes great, less filling. 21 or over only terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. As always, celebrate responsibly. I, I just want to say, the whoever made that graphic, the the... Drawing of the Miller Lite can is so well done. It's perfectly right. done. All right. All right. Perfectly. I mean, they probably just, you know, 
cut and pasted. Yeah, I, mean, I, 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 that, that I think so, look... too. But I'm going to pass along the compliments to yeah. Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, they probably just cut and paste. But yeah, hey, you know, let's, let's do it. Very well done. Now joining us here. He is a Swiss Army knife here at the network. If you want to know what's going on and you want to bet on it, he will get you covered. Wes Reynolds, at Wes Reynolds 1 on the Twitter machine. Wes, thanks for joining us, my man. Good evening, guys. Good to be with you. Wes, you are the last guest ever with me on the desk hosting, hosting primetime action. How do you feel about that? I feel good about it. I'm glad that I was included as part of the show and uh, enjoyed working with you and Jeff and Ben and Gil and, you know, the cast of thousands and produced uh, greatly by Kelly Bidlin. And, uh, of course, the guys downstairs, Wyatt Tomchak, Isaiah Wrinkle, Jeremy Wingle, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, you guys did a great job with this show. I appreciate it, buddy. And we were we, we really appreciated having you on every single time that you were on, especially when you were sitting here next to me on the desk. Wes was a contributor to not only the college football betting guide, but the pro football betting guide as well that you can go over at vston.com slash subscribe. Go ahead and become an all-access subscriber. You get both of those. I want to start in college football here with you, Wes, though, before we head over to the NFL, because there was some major line movement here today in this Nebraska-Northwestern game. This thing had gotten up to like 13, 13 and a half. I think even a 14 had popped. And then somebody came in massively on the other side. And it's all the way back down to 11 at DraftKings right now in favor of Nebraska. Did you have an opinion on this one way or another? And do you think some sort of information might have leaked or something about maybe some suspensions or something that we don't know about? Like, what do you think moves this game three points today? Well, everybody that I had talked to that either did not have a play or an opinion at this point were kind of like, well, I'm waiting for 14 to pop. And look, it, it was only up there for maybe, I think, an hour yesterday. And then it came down to about 12, 12 and a half last night. And we've seen it even continue. I'm seeing as low as 10 and a half at a couple faraway places. Uh, I have not seen any information or heard any information. I think a lot of it is just folks betting Pat Fitzgerald as an underdog who's been very good in his career as an underdog. This was a disappointing team last year in Evanston. They were three and nine. But if you followed Northwestern football throughout Fitzgerald's 17 years there as head coach, they tend to be better when they have very low expectations. So maybe that's what they're going along with. And, you know, did we get the cart before the horse kind of on the Cornhuskers? Because this opened 10 when it first got put out there, and then it closed 14. So, look, you do have a first-time offensive coordinator with this quarterback, uh, Casey Thompson out of Texas, and it's Mark Whipple who comes in from Pitt as an offensive coordinator. So Nebraska's got a little bit of hype there in that Western division, but – they haven't had any games together. So that number, I think, might have got too big for the market when it got to 14. Then you've seen it nosedive ever since. Wes, uh, the other game that, as soon as the limits went up, got bet very extremely. Illinois hosting Wyoming. It was 10 the whole summer. And then early, earlier this week, pow, it's right up to 13. Now we're, we're seeing even 14 and 14 and a half at some shops here on the fight in the line I at home and West, the total has gone down 43 on this total. Just it's rare when you see a low total like this with a big favorite, but are we at the point where you can buy on Wyoming or are we still not there yet? Even across 14. As of right now, I'm going to take a pass because I, I don't think this is necessarily a backing of Illinois more than it is like a fate of Wyoming. Because if you look at what Craig bull and his guys got, they got eight starters back. Combined out of 22, uh, 
uh, new quarterback. Uh, their top running back is graduated who had over a thousand yards. Uh, three of their top four receivers are gone. I believe most of their top tacklers are gone. So this is kind of a rebuild there in Laramie. And you look at Illinois, what Brett Bielema, I think, is really trying to do is kind of create almost like a poor man's Wisconsin, which is what he did up there in Madison, where they were able to run the ball. And he wants to do a power running game in an era where it's a lot of spread offense. Tommy DeVito got announced as the starting quarterback earlier this week. You should be familiar with him because he was the starting quarterback at Syracuse. So he beat out Artie Sinkowski, who was the part-time starter last year, the Rutgers transfer. So you're going to see a lot of Chase Brown, who transferred in last year from Western Michigan, had over 1,000 yards. I think Illinois is going to run the ball a great deal. That's why you've seen that total come down. They also have six starters back on defense. Uh, most of their front seven are back. So, yeah, I thought four. I think 14 probably at this point is a little rich if you're laying this with Illinois. Illinois, by the way, does have a showdown next Friday night. They'll be in Bloomington to face uh, my alma mater, Indiana. So if you look, uh, I, you know, you want to see what Illinois is going to show, I think, offensively. And I don't think they're going to show much. I think they're going to try to see if they can pound these guys, you know, a non-group of five, a group of five team, and see if they can just win with the running game. But yeah, I'm seeing even a 14 and a half, I think, out there at the stations and actually right behind you at the South Point. That's a little bit too big for me to lay on the Illini here in the opener. Wes, let's head over to the NFL. What did you contribute to the NFL betting guide? I did the AFC South and the NFC South. Well, let's uh let's let's go to the one where I know near and dear to your heart in the AFC South. After your research, after digging in, I know where you stand on this, but we might have some new listeners here tonight. Do you think the Colts are not only going to win the division, but do you think that they are by far the best team in that division? Yeah, I do. And look, I know it's getting to the point where it's a dollar thirty out there. I bet it actually at even money, but I still think it's probably worth a small play at least. It's just it's not even so much that I think the Colts are just gonna be that much better than they were last year. I think they're gonna be slightly improved, but it's really a little bit of a fade of Tennessee. And I think we talked about this a lot over the last few weeks, Matt. This is a team that only scored their opponents combined throughout the entire season by 65 points. The DVOA was 20th in the league per football outsiders. We know that Tennessee won a lot of close games last year. I think they were 6-1 and one in games decided by three points or less. And you know what? I just wonder, and I know it's a new season and you don't want to get too psychological, but I wonder that loss that they took to Tennessee in the playoffs. When they sacked Joe Burrow nine times in a game that they're hosting – and they still couldn't pull off a win against a team that had never won a road playoff game in its 54 years of existence there in Cincinnati. So, you know, Ryan Tannehill, is he at the uh, career crossroads? He's got Malik Willis, who I still think has a lot of growing to do. I don't think he's ready to be a starting quarterback in this league. But nevertheless, they did bring him in to give him a challenge. Uh, I think long-term John Robinson made the smart move in terms of trading A.J. Brown and not overpaying. So I think it's going to pay off long Long term, but it's probably not going to pay off this season. I like the under nine and a half with the Titans. I think you could still get minus a dollar thirty-five, minus a dollar forty juice out there. Wes, uh, let's go to the other south. Then, uh, of course, Tampa, the overwhelming favorite there. 
Uh, but look, I, I know a, a few people are, are high on New Orleans at the network, uh, even without Sean Payton, even with uh, Jameis Winston coming off of an ACL tear. But but Wes, uh, where do you where did you end up coming down on the NFC South here? Yeah, Bucks are the rightful favorite, but I, I went ahead and took a shot with the Saints at plus three fifty. They're still over three dollars in the market. If you look last year. They had the worst offense ever in the history of Sean Payton's tenure. So the worst offense since Mike Ditkin was coaching down there. They were 28th in total offense, started four different quarterbacks, had a ton of injuries, and they still went 9-8. and eight. So you look at who they add. They not only uh, bring back Michael Thomas, they add Chris Olave, they add Jarvis Landry. Alvin Kamara doesn't look like that discipline is going to happen until after the season for what happened out here Pro Bowl weekend in Las Vegas. But... I look, and, and I think they're going to maybe try to take the training wheels off Jameis Winston when he gets back uh, from that injury. Pete Carmichael has been on that staff the entire time Sean Payton was in New Orleans. Never been the play caller, but I think he's going to want to be a little bit more aggressive with this offense based on what they have. We know the defense, top five against the run, really good pass rushers, really good depth. They did replace Williams with Marcus May from the Jets. Uh, Honey Badger comes in for the retiring Malcolm Jenkins. This is at the bare minimum of top 10 defense in the league. So I'm a little bit surprised the market is so lukewarm on these guys. Wes, we really do appreciate all your contributions to the show here over the last couple of years. Exciting news for you come early next week as well. You can follow him on the Twitter machine at Wes Reynolds one. Thanks buddy. Appreciate it. You bet guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, looking here, this Phillies team. Uh, you remember what you when we said? Should you just take the, <laughs> should you just take the two and a half on principle? That's a good thing. Uh, the answer's good, no. Good, good thing the answer was no. <laughs> I mean, they're just putting it on them right here. Hour number two coming back. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season, and so are we. I'm Tori Deal, and I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars Four is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. 
I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.